You're tuned in to Chats with Kat, where I catch up with my fellow millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing your own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Chats with Kat. Thank you so much for tuning in. You will not believe this, but my computer just gave out on me right now. And I'm trying not to panic, but I'm supposed to be releasing this episode tomorrow, which is Tuesday the 14th, and there's a very likely chance that I will not be able to do that. So I am borderline freaking out right now, but in this moment, I would like to just acknowledge that the universe just has to have a plan maybe just maybe this is the universe's way of forcing me to invest in a new computer because what is coming for me in 2018 will require so much power and reliability that i just have to do this now (laughs) it's the only way that i'm gonna keep from breaking down i mean i've taken my laptop to get fixed five five times already actually taking it to the apple store and i've already invested in fixing it and i don't know what else to do so i think this is just time for me to do what adults do and go to my emergency fund and invest in a new laptop (sighs) This was definitely not in the plans. Um, I finally got really serious about saving and Frank and I are planning on moving out and getting an apartment. So this is just like, oh my gosh, not good, but whatever. It is what it is. On that note, I have been thinking a lot about the holiday season and what it really means and I say that because there are already Christmas ads running on the TV and just a ton of announcements about Black Friday and we haven't even gotten to Thanksgiving yet and it's really just made me think about what this time means and while the holiday season is certainly a time for spending quality time with family and friends. It's also the season of overconsumption on all fronts. Between Thanksgiving, Nochebuena, Christmas, and New Year's, we will all be stuffing our faces with food, which I'm actually not complaining too much about. But there's also another thing most of us will go crazy on, and it's just buying shit, buying a ton of stuff. I mean, it's insane how interconnected buying things is with a season that basically highlights gratitude and connecting with the people we love. How can those two exist at the same time? How warped is our society that those two go together? Like, oh, spend time with your family, take time off, and go and spend a shit ton of money so you can show them that you actually love them. It's just like, what? I don't understand how that goes together. And 
it's just pretty toxic and it just I think goes to show you that we have a overconsumption of everything of material possessions in our society and that's what makes everybody thrive in some ways and I don't think that that's where I am anymore that's not my headspace anymore over the past few years I've been trying to take a more minimalist approach to life and honestly living in a small space in New York and being amongst eight and a half million people has forced me to downsize and also just be more aware of my space of of how much I carry on me at all times in Miami I had a car which if you go on my set and you read about my car I actually had a sports car I gave it up in this whole transition of realizing I didn't actually need it and it was just too much and all of that but during that time I mean I could carry a ton of shit on me I had a car I I could leave things in the car I could leave things in the trunk I could do this I could do that but now it's not that anymore now I'm taking the train with a ton of people and I'm having to carry those things with me and walk everywhere it's just like I'm being more mindful of what it is that I can live without at any given time and just like when I come home, I don't really have time to be folding a ton of clothes or organizing my clothes and stuff. I mean, it's just better when I don't have a lot of clothes so that I could just go directly to a drawer, know where it is, not have to stuff anything away and just have a clear space. So I've begun to notice that I'm just happier when I don't have to worry about these things, when I don't have to worry about the stuff that I have. Because if I don't have a lot of stuff, then I lessen my worries in general and I've just been really pondering on this concept and recently I sat down and I journaled and I asked myself what do I actually need what is it that I actually need to be happy to feel like I am whole and after I I wrote down the things that bring me happiness in about like a 20 minute span i realized that none of it had to do with mat- none of it had to do with material possessions it all had to do with a feeling inside a mental state or connecting with people that i love and it really took me back for a second because while i'm conscious of the fact that i that material possessions don't bring me happiness and that they are not the key to living a fruitful life seeing my my flow on that sheet and seeing my unconscious mind kind of just take over that paper and looking at it and reflecting on it reinforced it all for me. So I wanted to share with you all what my answers were because I think that this is a time where it's really important to just take note of what actually matters, root yourself and ground yourself because we're entering a time of the year that can kind of become a whirlwind where you feel pressured to buy things and do all these things you typically don't do during the year, but you think that that's what you need to do in order to show somebody that you love them or to keep up or whatever, you know? So I want to just share a few of the things that I wrote down in hopes that it'll get you to kind of ponder on the things that make you happy and the things that you value. Because at the end of the day, going to Macy's and going on walmart.com on Black Friday and buying a new TV and all of that, honestly, it's just going to bring you temporary happiness. It's going to fade away after a few months. That TV will begin to just seem like it's always been there after a few months. So it's really important to just keep in mind 
what it is that will always make you happy no matter how much time has gone by. So number one, my health. My health is everything. Without it, I cannot pursue any of my dreams. If my body is not functioning the way it should be, then I cannot focus on doing anything except getting better. And quite frankly, this is how I justify spending extra money on organic food and quality vitamins. I know oftentimes people complain about how expensive Whole Foods is or how how expensive farmers markets are and stuff. And, you know, I get it. It is expensive, but that is the key to unlocking your body's full potential. You're fueling your body and you're nourishing your body with the best quality food possible. How is that too expensive in terms of juxtaposing it to buying clothes? I mean, you already have clothes. So do you really need to budget more every single month for more clothes or shouldn't you just budget that in for buying quality food and taking the time out to to know what you're putting in your body and knowing that by investing in your health in that way, you're increasing your lifespan and your longevity and just your overall balance. So yeah, your health is absolutely number one and I know that not everybody thinks like that and teach their own. Most people come around, unfortunately, after they have to deal with some kind of illness. But I think after working at Whole Foods for four and a half years, it's kind of just been embedded in my mind. And it's just made me super aware of all of that, of my health and everything that goes on in my body and what I do to it. Number two is having a good relationship with my family my family is everything to me they are my roots they are one of my sources of connectedness and without them I'm lost Um, my family is my path to knowing where I belong in this world and it is where I can always go to feel like I am a part of a group like I am a part of something really pure and it is my ability to connect with my family's lineage I can look to my family for answers I can I can look to their personalities and their patterns and answer so many questions that I have for my own self my family allows me to see a clear path to where we have been where we have gone where we have overcome where we have succeeded and where we still need to go and being close to my family allows me to to see exactly where I fit in to this entire picture and what role I'm supposed to play in my, my family's legacy. So they are my roots. <laughs> I trust them and I know that there's unconditional love there and I can always tap into that pool of of overflowing appreciation and respect and acceptance number three are intimate connections i need to consistently interact with other people beyond the wall and that wall is the one that we put up during most of our days we all encounter 
a lot of people day in and day out that never really get to see us for who we are. They never get to actually know us. They see past us, only seeing us for the things that we can provide them at any given time, whether it's at work or at the supermarket or anywhere. But having time to connect with honest, wholesome individuals who know you for you, who have taken the time to build a relationship with you, who have accepted you for who you are, who have accepted your flaws, who don't judge you, who have similar interests as you, who can, who you can also help to be your mirror for growth, who you can build bonds with over time. Those are the people who... who recharge us and who fill us up with with understanding and a place in a world where sometimes we feel so misunderstood, whether it's through our unique interests or the way that we carry ourselves. Not everybody understands us and finding those, those few people in the world that really get you, that you don't really have to explain too much because they just understand and see where you're going with things. That's so sacred and that's so special. And to me, it's so valuable and it's so needed. And if I'm being honest, I don't really have that many friends. I don't really have that many people that I can turn to when I'm really struggling or when I'm really happy, where I can turn to them and say, I really need you right now. Or also turn to them and say, this amazing thing just happened to me and not have to worry about them being jealous or not wishing me the best or truly celebrating with me like I would do for them. That's very hard to come by. And and I'm blessed. And I can say that I do have a handful of people in my life outside of my family that that do represent that for me. And as often as I can, I need to tap into them and feel like I am part of a tribe and they truly do bring me happiness and purpose in a lot of ways. Number four is having a creative outlet. When I have something that I'm creating, when I have a project, when I have a vision that I'm trying to bring to life, it helps me to feel like my full self, like I am in alignment with my life's purpose. Because like I've said on this podcast before, I think that all of us come here with a purpose to create something. Not in the same way, obviously, but we, we all come here to do something, to build something, to put something out into the world. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't tap into that space or allow ourselves to blossom in that way because life gets in the way and... We get stressed and overwhelmed and distracted by more obvious things like surviving. But for me, I've I've allowed myself to go there. And now that I know what it's like to put something together, to conceptualize, to put something out in the world that others can read or feel or connect with, it makes me feel... Like, if I'm not doing that consistently, I'm not showing gratitude for being alive. And it's not always something grand. Like, sometimes it's just journaling out a new concept that only I'll see for a while. Or putting up a new episode on this podcast. Or creating a new magazine. Whatever. 
sometimes it could just be something really small or sometimes it can blossom into a really big project but that feeling that I get each time that I put so, I put pen to paper or that I expanded my mind in a new way that really helps me feel like I am in reverence of the divine like I am showing God or the universe or source energy that I know why I'm here and that I am not taking any of it for granted. And in my own weird way, I don't know if this will sound really bizarre, but I feel like if I put out more quality into the world, like if I show God that I am truly grateful to be here and I am pouring myself out into the world openly and unapologetically like I'll get more time or something or like I'll create more time in my day that's a better way to look at it like because I'm more present in my ability to use my hours and my days more intentionally like life will seem longer like I'll be gifted an expansive timeline I don't know if that makes any sense, but it's like when I create something, I'm I'm in this flow where I just feel like life is is endless. And when I'm not doing that, when I'm not creating, when I'm not doing something, it's like I count down the days and it's like what am I counting down for? Where where am I going? But when I create and when I'm fully aware and present with my gifts, it's like I remember why I came here. And that is a true source of joy in my life and in my days. And I know that I am a way better person for those around me when I am creating something. Number five is one that I have recently begun to acknowledge. And it is financial freedom. I think I'll talk about this in another episode because I think managing money is so important and understanding how to manage money is so important. But at a young age, I kind of got a little... I kind of got reckless with spending money and maxing out credit cards and making really stupid decisions. And for a while, I didn't know what it was like to not feel inundated with bills and deadlines. And having that in the back of my mind always made me feel like I was in an endless rut. Like it would never end. Like I didn't have control over my money. Like I was working and giving it away but at the same time I didn't know how to stop the cycle so I kept spending and as I've gotten a little more mature and begun to take my money more serious and understand that money is time and that for all the money that I have those are hours that I've invested in working for somebody else I've begun to respect my money more and I've begun to respect the feeling of being lighter in my stress and relinquishing that that guilt and that burden of having debt and I still have a little bit of debt that I'm paying off but compared to where I was a year ago I've been at it I've been really trying to cut down on how much I spend and and just chisel away at that debt that I was carrying around since I was like 22 years old because 
I was in Miami and kind of fell into this feeling of like, oh, I have to have the best of everything all the time and eat at the best places and never say no to brunch and never say no to happy hour. And all of that shit just caught up with me. And out of nowhere, I was just like, what? I owe this much money. And yeah, now that I'm older, I'm just like, no, I don't want that life. I don't want to feel like I'm drowning in financial obligations. Clearly, it puts me in a bad headspace. It's almost as if I can't focus on anything else in my life because I always feel like there's that thing that's attached to me that I just can't get rid of. And I feel now like I need to always be in a position where I can feel like not only am I meeting my basic obligations and bills and needs, but also giving myself that wiggle room where I can indulge in the little things that bring me joy from time to time like traveling like buying a quality cup of coffee like going to see a play and just like putting away five hundred dollars each check or a thousand dollars because I can that brings me joy feeling like I am free like I have the ability to make decisions whenever I want not because somebody else is dictating one I can or cannot do something and that somebody else is a bank (laughs) an institution and that's just not cool but yeah those are my top five needs those are my top five absolute non-negotiable needs for my happiness in my day-to-day life and as I look over this list over and over it's just reinforcing that I really do need less to be happy I'm actively working on getting rid of more clothes and freeing up my space and creating a more lightweight perspective on existing on this planet and really just pouring over all of that excess energy into these five things that really make me happy at the end of the day I'm wondering what you think about this I wonder if you've ever thought about this. And if you haven't, I urge you to just take some time this week, whenever you listen to this, whenever I am able to put this out, I really hope that I'm able to put this podcast out tomorrow. But whenever this podcast comes out, whenever you get a chance to just sit down with yourself and listen to your thoughts, jot down what it is that really makes you happy and look at that list and compare it to how you live out your days and what you truly invest your time in. Are you putting more time into the things that actually don't matter? The things that don't align with the list that you made for your own self? If so, then I think that this is the time to readjust that and to reflect and to make changes before you enter the new year. Because we need to live with intention and we need to live purposely and we need to maximize our days in every single way that we can. And having that core list of values and things that absolutely bring you joy is something that you should always keep at the forefront so writing it down and having it somewhere that you can refer to quickly and often to make sure that you stay grounded and where you need to be is crucial so yeah yeah let me know what you think about all of this and and let me know if the things that make me happy also make you happy I'm curious to know what brings all of you joy. We're all so different and the way that we look at the world is so unique and beautiful and I would love to know how it is that you perceive the world. For this week, I chose a quote by Vernon Howard that I think is 
a beautiful, beautiful way to tie up this entire episode. And it is, you have succeeded in life when all you really want is only what you really need. I completely agree with him. I think that we'll see little by little just how happier we are when we begin to let go of baggage and things that we don't actually need. And we're able to tie in and gather all of that energy that we've been giving away needlessly and we give it to the things that we value the most thank you guys for tuning in this week i'm sending you lots of love and i hope that this episode was food for thought for you and that it made your day a little better that was this week's episode i really hope you all enjoyed it if there's anything you would like to chat about send an email to chats at catlantigua.com and i'll make sure to get back to you you can keep up with me in between episodes by following CatLantXO, that's C-A-T-L-A-N-T-X-O, on Twitter and Instagram. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm sending you all lots of love, light, and good vibes. We'll chat next week.